Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Conversations with Cornelius. I'm your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, and the crowd goes wild. Wild, I say! Come down on the foothills! Come down! This is just a podcast! Christ, there's no need to be losing your shit! Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode. It's Sunday the 25th of September and I am sitting in the John Hume War Room. The light is on. It is 7.24pm post-meridian. It's definitely not post-meridian. What is it? Who knows? Do I care? Do I care enough? I don't. Um, Yes, and the light, I have a, a kind of a chandelier light in the John Hume War Room. Um, it came with the house. I didn't buy it myself. Would I have bought it? I possibly, I possibly would, because it's nice. One of the bulbs is not working. Two of the bulbs are not working. The loo- the room is be- being illuminated by tree light bulbs. Winter is beckoning. The, the, the there's a full time bite in the air now, and uh, summer is definitely in the past, a distant past. You now refer to summer as, Jesus, didn't we have a good summer? And we're in the belly of the beast that is autumn, septembre. We're nearly at the end of septembre. And all my kids can talk about now at the moment is Halloween. And uh, Halloween is, it's on the foothills, it's in the horizon as the evenings darken. And the clouds become more ominous. And the cold catches your nipples in such a way. (laughs) <laughs> that it they hurt <laughs> um, yeah so I hope you're all well I hope everybody is well out there in uh, conversation with Cornelius Land um, I want to say thank you for everybody who has been tuning in and got a couple of messages last week and uh I actually appeared in the top 100 on the podcast charts as well. So that is also down to ye guys. So thank you very much for that. I have had an exceptionally busy week. I, w- I would have to say, I w- if, I was to, if I was to say what I'm like at the moment, I would say I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. I am doing, I am focusing my attention on two things. Number one, my family. Number two, my work and I'm doing very little in between if I do anything kind of recreational it's on a Sunday it's like today um, or potentially on a Monday <laughs> as well uh, like for example last Monday uh, Noelle's mother was up so I took her to a pub here locally that opens for the elderly in the community at around three o'clock and musicians are there 
there was five musicians there last last Monday. A saxophone, a saxophonist, someone playing the box, a couple of guitarists. There was uh, someone playing some sort of a... F- the tin whistle came out at one stage, but there was a flute coming out as well. The tin whistle just goes through me like... I don't know about the tin whistle. Like... It's very painful. I don't, I don't, I've, I've, I've yet to go, Jesus, I'd love to hear that now on the tin whistle. Stairway to heaven to be lovely on the tin whistle, I'd say. <coughs> but anyway, we went out. We went out there and we went to this little pub um, that's over 200 years old and has been recently taken over by um, by a local man who wants to make it a kind of a, a beacon in the community. Again, it's only about four or five miles from my house here. And they'll collect you and drop you home for very reasonable price as well. Like a fiver to collect you and a fiver to drop you home. It's like, that's insane. But anyway, we went over there anyway and we had a great day. I sang some songs, I drank some beer and myself and my mother-in-law bonded. And in fact, we did a Patreon episode the next day, myself and Anne Murphy. Um, She talks a bit like this, I don't know if you ever hear me going on about Anne. She's from Kerry. And she's a very interesting woman altogether, but she's got a, a wicked turn of phrase. So if you want to listen to that, it'll be on my Patreon later this week. If there's a Patreon, uh, there's probably people listening to this who are already patrons, you're going to get it later this week. So that's something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I'm basically, otherwise, besides taking my mother-in-law out on the piss on a Monday, um, or potentially going to a match or something on a Sunday, that's it. It's just work. Work, 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 work podcasts, running my comedy club, developing ways of getting people into my comedy club, working on my own comedy, doing gigs, hosting gigs, closing gigs, doing open spots, doing small spots, just thinking about comedy, thinking about sketches, thinking about my show next year, I'm hoping to, I'm taking my show on the road next year, a bird in the hand, thinking about that, plotting that, making plans for that, trying to get venues, trying to get people to take my show it doesn't stop. And I'm fucking in love with it. I'm in love with the process. I love it all. I love it all. And sometimes <coughs> sometimes there's, there's tedious stuff to be done. And I find myself getting mildly irked by it. But very soon, I'll just snap out of it because I'm like, man, I could be in a fucking office. I could be selling cars with my wearing a suit and a shirt with a top button clipped up tight and a tie, have to wear a tie and my neck bulging over the fucking collar of the shirt and not being allowed to grow a beard and, you know, trying to groom and <laughs> having to smell nice all the time. Not that I smell bad, guys, but I don't like putting on deodorant. I keep myself clean. I wash every day, but I don't like deodorant. In general, I'll wear a bit of aftershave every now and then, but deodorant, I think deodorant is really bad. Like, I mean, if the, like they're, like if the deodorant is bad for the environment and the ozone layer, you know, how can it be good for your armpits? You know? Yeah, do you know what? Just make sure you spray that there right into your sweat glands. Oh, by the way, it's really bad for the environment. <laughs> um, but yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been just focusing on that and focusing on my family, trying to be there for my kids a lot, trying to be there with my wife, myself and my wife, and um, you know, just sitting down and making plans for the home here as well. It's just a busy time of the year, you know. 
in fact, speaking of um, recreation, myself and my wife are going to a great gig uh, this Monday in Collins in Cork. Paddy Dennehy is, uh, has a, an album launch in Collins at half seven. And this podcast is out on Monday morning. And I don't know if that gig is sold out. So if it's not and you're looking for something to do, you should go to that gig. Paddy Dennehy is a sensational singer-songwriter from Limerick. He's engaged to my sister. Nepotism works well within our industry. So uh, I'm pimping out his gig. Go to it. If you're not already going. Me and the Queen are going anyway. But uh, I, I, I'm in the zone, but I'm also looking after myself and when I say I don't have any recreation I, I don't have much recreation but I I am allowing myself every day to um, to go through this process that I'm going to talk about later um, that's really helping me physically and mentally and spiritually and I'd like to talk about those three things always every week you know um, my habits are good at the moment sauna i go for a sauna every day um i'm i'm doing the wim hof breathing every day i'm doing my affirmations every day and like those habits are good and powerful and i've them interjected into my week there now fairly steadfastly over the last over the last fortnight and i can see the benefits already i can see my motivation levels i can see me me slicing through all the work that has to be done and doing it with uh with gusto but i still have a few bad habits the bad habits are fucking there and they are they're good they're good i mean number one number one is food everybody food i am eating what i fucking like i am eating whatever the fuck i like sweets potatoes fast food burgers pizzas i will say (coughs) that i am also you know, drinking quite a lot of water. I am also trying to eat healthy from time to time. I'm not intentionally just eating shit. But if I want to eat something and it's there, I'm eating it. I don't have any guilt about that sugar and salt. But I know it's a bad habit. Uh, I'm doing no exercise. I am not exercising. I can't exercise because I'm fucking, my knee is in shite at the moment. Um, I went for an MRI there a couple of weeks ago and I'm meeting a consultant this Wednesday coming, so I'm going to find out a plan for that knee. I'm just hoping that I don't need an operation on it because that would not be in my plan. But if it does come in, I'm not looking for problems, guys. I'm looking for solutions. I will solve that fucking problem. Porn. <laughs> That's another problem that needs to be solved. Any porn fans out there? I definitely look at a lot, way too much, por- not a lot, but way too much porn. I would look at porn once a week. Definitely, you know, on my phone. Uh, when I'm by myself, if my wife is on night shift and I am feeling like I'd like an old wank, <laughs> I will put on a bit of porn and I will satisfy the lustful debasing need that all men and women have on this planet. And it is not good because it fucks up your mind. Porn fucks up your mind in a way that uh, it makes you look at sex differently. It makes you look at sex differently. It makes It puts a different value on sex. And, um, yeah, it's something I want to address. Those are three things that I want to address. But I do think if I continue with the good habits, the affirmations, the deep breathing, the sauna, maybe put it, you know, and maybe tackle these, you know, maybe tackle the diet this week a little bit. Maybe tackle the exercise a little bit. Maybe do something else. Okay, I can't walk. I can't run. What else can I do? I don't know. I'll fucking find out and I'll get back to you guys. Porn. Maybe just use the wank bank, the memory, the old, let's let 1990 it for a while, you know. (coughs) 
old school. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to, I'm not going, I'm saying, I'm not saying I'm going to stop masturbating everybody. I'm simply saying I'm going to stop masturbating while watching it on, while watching other people fucking fuck. You know, that's, well, that's the plan anyway. That's the truth. If you don't like it, you can lump it. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next section of this podcast now. Trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Uh, before we get on to t- uh, TTWCPOS, which is uh, a little acronym for trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, I just want to say that I will be having guests back on the podcast. I certainly will. And I have a couple of guests lined up. And um, I will be definitely getting guests back on the podcast. But I am just up to my... I'm just up to my nipples with shit at the moment. So the only the only way to make sure that this podcast goes out every week is if I do it myself. And if, I not, if I'm not having to, you know, make plans and work out questionnaires. This is off the... What I'm talking about here now is literally off the top of my head. Bar a few little notes I have here in front of me with what's trending and what I want to talk about, I literally am spitting it out the top of my head. If I'm talking to someone or if I'm interviewing someone, I have to do them the courtesy of of, of preparing and, and thinking of, of interesting questions and interesting topics to, to continue a conversation on. This is more of a stream of cons- consciousness and it definitely suits me because I I like fucking talking into a microphone. And if you're listening, I just want to say thank you very much. You're a, you're a, you've lovely ears. Your ears are lovely. As I float down the canal of your ear hole, I hope these wor- <laughs> these wo- <laughs> these words are uh, resonating with you and that you're enjoying life. And fair play to you. God bless you and I'll belong to you. Okay, back to training topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Hashtag dragons. As always, guys, I just went onto Twitter. I picked one from the top, one from the middle, and one from the bottom. I don't know. I don't delve in. I don't research. I'm just going to talk about the topic that's trending. And if I know why it's trending, I might broach that topic in a very uneducated um, but opinionated way. So dragons. I definitely don't know why dragons is trending. Okay, do I believe in dragons? Well, there's there's there are dragons on the planet, like isn't there the Komono dragon, isn't it? Like they're like lizards, like long, long lizards. I mean, put one of them laser beams that you know multiplies this, uh, something to the power of ten or to the power of twenty, and there you go, you've got a full-on dragon. But only they're they're mini dragons. Um, I'm watching the new House of Dragon. Maybe that's why it's trending, something to do with House of Dragon, which is, I suppose it's a prequel to Game of Thrones. It's set 200 years before Game of Thrones, and there's about four, I'm about four episodes in now. I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that it's on weekly, and it's kind of, oh, I'll watch that. I put that in as a little bit of recreation. I get that episode. I get that hour. I find an hour every week to watch that. Sky Plus it. And uh, there's sometimes I'll come back from a gig, I might be wired, but I don't want to play PlayStation, so I'll just fucking watch an episode of that, and boom, by the time it's over, I'm ready to go to bed. <coughs> Dragons, yeah, they'd be cool. They'd be cool. Like in this in this new uh, in this new show, there's a way more dragons. There was three dragons in the Game of Thrones. I think there's like up to fucking maybe ten, twenty, even thirty dragons in this thing. 
diff- and they all have personalities and names and uh, attributes and yeah, yeah. So that's that's dragons. Hashtag Italy. Italy was also trending today. Italy, my wedding anniversary has just gone by about a week ago, two weeks ago. I got married in Italy with my wife in Amalfi. Well, obviously with my wife. Like, yeah, I got married in Italy, yeah, but my wife, with, not to my wife, actually. I didn't get married to my wife at all. I got married to um, the kimono lizard, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, you might think that's weird, but no, somebody actually had a, a tractor beam that rose it up ten times to the size of myself, and uh, myself and the dragon got married. So, um, yeah, deal with it, okay? Well, she died, obviously, because her heart and lungs and respiratory system didn't increase in the same <laughs> the same space as her body, and uh, she wasn't able to support herself. So, yeah, she died, and, uh, yeah, it was very sad. But that, you know, ultimately her death led to me meeting uh, Noelle, my current wife, and we also got married in Italy. So, uh, hi, that's hashtag Italy. <laughs> Why is it trending? Oh, there's a big election going on in Italy at the moment. And I think, f- in fact, I, I, I know that the r- the the political party that is v- is favoured to take over is a r- very, very right-wing party. And it's supposed to be one of the most right-wing parties since World War Two, when the bold Mussolini was... Knocking around in Italy and fucking sucking the dick off Adolf Hitler. Do you remember him now? Fucking what a bollocks. <laughs> uh, hashtag conscription. Oh my God, have you heard that? That's fucked up. Like, basically, right, Russia and the Ukraine, as we all know, are gone to war, okay? Russia kind of rolled in with the tanks, looked like they were fucking taken over. Suddenly, the Ukraine, armed with the weapons from... The states and England and Germany have crippled large amounts of of the the Russian army. Uh, And this wasn't factored in with Putin at all. Now he's running scarce on troops. So what's he doing? He's conscription. He's adding conscription into law. And now they're going around trying to get young men to sign up to go fighting the fucking untrained young men. And I don't think it's even young men. Um, I was reading reports during the week that there's like men in their 50s. Like, like uh, when I hear of conscription, like I'd be thinking to myself, "Ah, sure, I'm grand anyway. I'm forty-five, but if I was in Russia, I'd ha- I could, there's a chance I could be fucking forced to fight in a war that I have no fucking, you know, that I have no, n- that I have no will or desire to fight, you know, and I've a bad knee. Do you know what I mean? I'm going for a consult. Like, uh, like I, what am I gonna do? Putin, do you know what I mean? What do you mean stay up there in the fucking tower and just point the gun down and try and shoot the Ukrainians? That's literally all I can, but then if I get spotted, I'm fucked, I can't run away, I have a bad knee. Conscription, fucking hell, that's a bad one, lads. That's a bad one, like, do you know, we're supposed to have free will on this planet. But like, what's fucking free about that? You commute, you must go and fight, you will probably die. Go, come on, you have no choice, off you go fucking do it or I will kill you anyway okay I'll go so if you're going to kill me anyway sure I may as well go sure I'll get another couple of weeks out of it I suppose I've had a good old twist I'm up to the 45 fucking lunacy lunacy the world is full of fucking lunatics anyway today I went to a match went to a a hurling North Cork semi-final 
the parish that I live in, Kilavullen, we're playing a parish that I've many's the day had a battle against Kilshanik, the far side of North Cork. And um, I went and it was only over the road. It was in Castletown Roach. I woke up late. I'm, I'm tending to wake up late on Sundays now because I'm so fucking wrecked because I'm, li- I'm, I'm literally out Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. I'm out like five nights driving lots and coming home late and wired. And then for some reason on Sundays, I'm just, because I know that I don't have a gig on a Sunday night, although next week I am gigging next Sunday, but that's a festival. That's, um, that's an unusual one, but normally I'm not. I just fucking kick back and relax. And uh, today, today I, I didn't get up till around 12. Noel was gone to work. We had a childminder in minding the kids, which is great. And me and Harv, so I got up and I went down and I said to Harv, do you want to go to the game? And he was like, I definitely do, Dad. I definitely do. And um, we headed off, off to watch the match at two o'clock. It was on over, only over the road. And... <laughs> it was a semi-final, but it really was a final because both these teams are going were uh, were the two best teams that are left in the pack. So the crowd there was absolutely huge, and we it was so big that parking was at a premium. We had to park in a field across the way from the pitch, let open by a farmer, and like it had just recently, it was just all straw, like it had just recently been, sh- I suppose, harvested whatever was in it. And there was, you know, hundreds of cars there. There was a massive crowd at this match now. Massive crowd. We parked in the field and myself and Harvey hopped out. And uh, Harvey had a game, had played his own game yesterday. And um, under sixes. <laughs> and for some reason he thought it was an under six, an under six game again. And he was like, um, where's my, where are my football boots, Dad? And I was like, sure, you're not playing, Harvey. It's the men that are playing. Ah, oh, the men like you? I was like, yeah, the men like me. Oh, fat? <laughs> I said, yeah, well, they mightn't be fat, like, you know. He j- he just, uh, if he, yeah, he, he associates all men now that are like me. If you're, if you're a man, he, so- he associates me as a man, and every man is the same as me. And I'm fat, so now he just assumes everybody's fat. So I've had to tell him to stop saying that, because do you know what? People don't like being called fat. Even fat people don't like being called fat. <laughs> fat people hate being called fat. They're the people that hate to be called fat the most, you know? Um, <laughs> so anyway, we, we, we got in. We got in and the place was fucking packed. But there's a lovely stand in Castletown Roach. And I knew that if I got get over there, that I'd definitely find a seat. And not only did I find a seat, but I found a seat right in the middle of the field, right above the dugout and about three quarters way up. Perfect seat. Oh my God! Brilliant altogether. So we sat there, and then Harvey saw his uh, Harvey saw his friends, and this is the first dilemma I had, because you know Harvey's got autism, and I'm always worried that you know kids will will mock him or that he he won't be able to regulate his emotions or whatever. But you know you gotta let your kids play with other kids. So I left him off, and off he went. And the rule was he had to be able to see me, and I had to be able to see him, and we both shook on that. And within 15 seconds, he was out of sight. I couldn't fucking see him anywhere. But the game was just about to start. So I had, will I go and get him? Or will I watch the game? And then, thankfully, he he reappeared out of a tree about like maybe a minute later when I was still deliberating what to do. 
uh, out of the side of a tree and there was a load of, of his friends there and he was just buzzing around the place. <coughs> I had the program. I'm not from Killavullen. I live in Killavullen, but I'm not from here. Well, I'm from here now, but I'm still, I'll, I'll probably be a blow in here for the rest of my life. And that's fine because I'm a grown man and I'm, and I'm comfortable in, I'm comfortable here and comfortable with my family here and uh, I understand that, you know, you won't be accepted as, you know, uh, as from being that place, from being, from, like you, like you would be had you gone to school, like I had done in Ballyclaw, you know yourself, when you grow up in a, an area, people know you all the time, from old. We call it a blow-in in Ireland, and uh, I'm totally cool with that, I'm totally cool with that, but so I was kind of feeling out of the game, but feeling in the game as it happened. And I was using the program to try and familiarise my, myself with uh, with faces and with names in the village and stuff like that, so so I could potentially talk about it when I go to when I go for a pint. I could say, "Oh Jesus, your your man named Carla Fowler was handy, and Barry Murphy was a sub, and he came on and he nearly scored a goal." And you know, just familiarising yourself. Try, but I still felt, and it was it was cut and trust, cut and trust championship hurling, and uh, the. But I, I couldn't get into it properly. The first half, I really couldn't get into it properly. I was kind of half watching where Harvey was. I was half watching the program. I, I was sitting halfway in the. I was sitting right in the middle of the stand. One half of me was Kilavunen, and the other half, and the other half was was Kilchanig. and um, I, I clapped for Kilavunen's points, and 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 I didn't clap for Kilchanig's points, and that was me nailing my fucking colours to the mast, I suppose, in this particular battle. But I still felt in and out of it. And then, half-time came. All the kids ran onto the pitch. Beautiful sight. Like, beautiful, beautiful sight. They all had their colours on. Kilchanig and Kilavullen. And there was two two little games set up by the juvenile club to pl- be played at half-time. And it was like a military operation, the way it worked. And you know what? The GA is a wonderful community, like especially at grassroots. Uh, and all oh, those kids came on and they played and they were laughing and joking and I actually kind of got into tho- those games like, like I, I'm just fascinated um, because my own boys are growing now and I'm just fascinated that these are two progressive clubs in North Cork and it's just great to see that they had so many players playing and I came from I come from a club where it's um, I suppose it's not it traditionally hasn't been as um, well run and um yeah it's just an ex- it's it's exciting to see a well run organization and um, and 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 as i said harvey's playing now he's only 6 he was in goals at another 6 match the day before and they take it so seriously and they really really try and make it fun for the kids it's amazing it's amazing anyway half time harvey runs up to me and he's already after taking his coat off but now he tries to take his jumper off and um <coughs> he's like here dad and i was like you're not running around in a t-shirt as i've already explained to you guys we're fucking we're in the belly of autumn now so there's a there's a distinct chill in the air and harvey just wants to copy his friend tyke who's running around with just a t-shirt but i'm like no put your put your fucking jumper on so he had a mini meltdown but it wasn't too bad but anyway long story short he ran off but he must have taken the program because the program was gone and i couldn't find the program i was like did i fucking put it into his into his jumper but anyway, he was gone, and the next thing, the match was on, and all of a sudden, I had no program to look at, and I'd been there for, you know, a half an hour. I, I was very comfortable and happy with Harvey now. I could see him all the time. He's playing with his friends, 
and we were into the cut and trust of the match. The second half at half time, Kilavallen were winning, and then suddenly we're into the second half. And this is meat and bones. This is championship. This is blood and fucking bandage. This is kill or be killed. This is the final chance. This is the final destination. This is do or die. Championship. You're in. If you win, you're out. If you lose, there's no coming back. There's nothing left. All you can do is win this game and you get to play again. If you lose, if it's like conscription in fucking Russia, you lose, you're dead. You're gone. You're into the history books. And it was epic and all of a sudden all my kind of insecurities in the first half just melted away and the game took on a a, a, a life of its own and I had nothing to kind of look I didn't I, I had no program so I couldn't be flicking back and who's number 19 and who's coming on I just got into the game and I was admiring the athleticism and I was admiring the fucking ferociousness of it and I was I had my judgments I was like oh they should move this fella out they should bring this fella in they should do this they should do that and I I literally sat and watched this whole game by myself I didn't talk to anybody and I was just the only person I talked to was Harvey in the whole game. I just watched it. And le- it was like a fucking opera. It was like a fucking opera, lads. And then coming into the last 15 minutes, there was only a couple of points in it. Kilchanik had taken the lead. And there was... Oh, there was belting and fighting and pomposity and strength. And there was men standing up. And there was players who should be standing up and fucking dropping their head. And you could, see, like, come at the man, come at the hour. And, yeah, Kilchanik got over the line and there you could see that they're a team that are on the go probably you know more successful than Killavullen over the last few years and you could see that in the last 10 or 15 minutes that kind of stood to them but there's hope with Killavullen there was hope with them there's a fucking body of players there that you could definitely work with and um, I'd say the future is bright but uh, alas it was over and the whistle blew up and People were shuffling out and I could see Harvey and I just got up straight away, picked up his jacket and made a beeline for him. And he was over behind the goals talking with some of his friends. And then we went back to the car, we held hands and we walked back to the car. And he's just started talking to me about superheroes and school and his friends and hurling and silly questions of who'd win in a fight Thanos or Batman and all this kind of racket like I don't even know who Thanos is it's a superhero I think a bad guy and we got back to the car and buckled him in and I drove home we were home in about five or six minutes and the whole thing took about two hours and it was just beautiful just a beautiful 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 experience going to matches for me fills my cup fills my cup the cup of life do you know that i i drink from it throughout the week and it gets lower and lower and lower you have to fucking fill that cup up lads you have to fill it up and one thing that i've been doing and i've been doing it quite regularly and i did it today after i dropped harvey home as i said we have a child we had a childminder in today she's in with us and she's minding the kids and um I took the opportunity to go in and go for a sauna. So I went in 
into the into the gym inside or into the, the swimming pool and I went for a sauna normally during the week I'll do like 15 between 15 and, and 20 15 and 25 minutes in the sauna and today I did 30 minutes it was luxurious because I didn't have to go anywhere afterwards only home usually I'll come in I'll have my sauna I'll do my affirmations in the sauna then I'll have a cold shower afterwards I'll do some meditation I'll fucking go back into the cold shower I'll come back out I'll dry myself off and uh, I'll go off to my gig. And um, that little routine takes about 40 to 50 minutes. And I factor it in every day. I factor it in to win. You, if, if I'm dropping the kids to school, I usually go in after I drop the kids from school. So I get, I get it done early in the day and it sets me up. But today it was more luxurious. And um, yeah. 30 minutes, then I did my affirmations, cold shower, meditation, cold shower, home. Great. It was great. Yeah, that was my week. That's my life. That was my day. And uh, if you enjoy it, great. And if you don't, what are you still listening for? If you want to listen to the Patreon episode, we've got a patron. We've got a patron. I've got a patron. You've got a patron. We all have a patron, lads. We all have a patron in us. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, if you want to listen to it, then this week's episode on the Patreon is um, an interview with a very interesting Kerry woman. And you'll see the link in the bio. If you um, if you liked if you liked the, the podcast, please like, share and subscribe, comment, give it a review. And if you don't, I love you anyway. Okay guys, I'll talk to you soon. Stay in by the wall. Good night and God bless you. Yeah, dirty animals. Bye.